Hi everyone, Dr. Elizabeth Bonet here. Dr. Liz, welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. Before we jump in, please note that the podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need psychotherapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so please feel free to contact me through my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z-hypnosis.com. Hi everyone, Dr. Liz here. I decided to air this in the pandemic because one, I want to talk about something else other than the pandemic. (laughs) But two, I think it's an important episode, particularly if you're stuck with someone quarantined who is really not healthy for you. It really highlights it when you're stuck together. And sometimes you feel like you're going a little nuts. So I want to validate that and also give you some hope that there are ways to change that. There are ways to change your patterns, to heal your old wounds so that you can move forward with healthier relationships. So this interview is with Maya Diamond. She's an expert dating relationship coach as well as a licensed marriage and family therapist. And she holds a master's degree in somatic psychology. Somatic is like the body. In 2016 to 2018, she was named one of the best life coaches in San Francisco by expertise.com. And in 2014, she was named one of the best relationship experts in California by datingadvice.com. She's been featured on Mind Body Green and Elephant Journal, and she's a regular guest expert on the Brian Copeland Show in San Francisco. So I hope you enjoy the interview. And if you're not in an unhealthy relationship, I hope it helps you understand better what goes on and how that happens. I know it can be really frustrating to watch a friend or a loved one go through that. And if you are in an unhealthy relationship, I hope it helps you the most. Peace. Hi, Maya. Welcome to Hypnotize Me. Hi. So wonderful to be here. Could you let the audience know some about your background, how you got started in the area of helping women? I had my own personal struggles of being with unavailable men, choosing unavailable men, pretty much doing every dating mistake in the book. And through that, um, really doing the work to heal that pattern and find a loving, healthy relationship. And so that is, that is really personally a big part of why I focus on, on this pattern of shifting your attraction to unavailable people, because personally it was such a challenging um, pattern and really can be kind of like an addiction um, for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And so it's really a passion of mine to help women who have this pattern women who are successful, who are smart. It's like they have everything going on in their lives. And this one area is just the source of pain and challenge and frustration and just not knowing how to get out of it. And so I've, you know, designed this process to really unravel that pattern and unwind it and heal it at its core so that women can not only love themselves and treat themselves in the best possible way 
but also can find that partner that also is able to do that, to love them in a really deep and profound way and commit to them in a deep and profound way. Wonderful. So I I can relate to that. I spent many years in an abusive marriage, emotionally abusive, and got out of it and dated the wrong men for many years, I say. Yeah, I healed it in my own way. I mean, obviously my focus is hypnosis and that was really what healed that Beautiful. pattern for me. And you said the word core, like let me heal the yeah. core issue. So do you believe the core issue is in this pattern? What I've seen, it's complex, uh, but one of the biggest core issues is, you know, some kind of neglect or abuse or you know, lack of love in childhood, whether it's your mother, whether it's your father, whether it's exactly any of those neglect, abuse, abandonment, something in that realm, not all the time, but for the most part, there's something in that realm with the mom or the dad. And from that Mm -hmm. experience creates this part of you or part of this woman or part of me or part of you, whatever, that size, I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy. And so when we do the deep healing work to transform that part, to really believe that, yes, you are worthy, yes, you are lovable, yes, you do deserve all of these things, then it becomes a lot easier to attract it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I would say not just to attract it, but to yeah, spot. To spot. <laughs> yeah, to choose it, but to spot yeah, exactly. people too are not good. And I know my experiences often I would see yes. flags. I wouldn't exactly. their flags and I would ignore yes. them. That's one of the biggest things that I do is teach my clients how to discern exactly because that is in my opinion half the battle is discernment. If we know yeah. how to discern, then we can choose a healthy partner, we can choose a healthy business partner, we can choose a healthy job for ourselves. Like discerning but discerning with men or discerning with your romantic partner is it takes a particular skill. And when a woman has mastered that, then, you know, it's, it's a no brainer. It's just like, oh, yeah, you go on a date with a guy and you're like, no, I'm not moving forward. But if you haven't mastered it, then it becomes much more difficult. Exactly. You ignore the, the signs or in fact, the, the red flags or the yellow flags actually draw you in, which I can go back into my past relationships and remember on the second or third date, something that, you know, the person said that now would have been a huge flag, but then was actually like an attractive force for me. So I think it's, Mm. um, do you mind sharing what that is? Like, do you remember? (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 I remember remember very, yeah, very clearly. I think it was like the second date and this person was telling me like all their trauma history. And it was a lot of trauma history. And I remember the feeling inside of my body of being drawn in. And I am such a healer personality, which a lot of women are and a lot of empaths are, that it can really draw you Mm -hmm. in and make you want to heal this person. And unfortunately, unfortunately, that's not what is what we want to do in relationship. We want to be with people that where we don't have to heal them, right? And everyone needs Mm -hmm. healing, of course. Nobody's perfectly healed. But I think if you feel like, you know, this person has a lot of healing work to do and, you know, it might be too challenging of a relationship. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I think there's a distinction yeah. there too. I mean, when you're talking about the last yes, puppy syndrome, exactly. right? Like, oh my God, I am going to save you. And <laughs> I'm going to create. Yes. You know. And not even on yeah, a conscious exactly. level. Yeah. Even really, you know, but that feeling sometimes it's very conscious, but other, most of the times it's not. It could even look like trying to, you know, create someone's career for them. You know, I've seen that as well. Like, oh, I'm going to help you create your career, you know? And it's like, yes. again, it's the saving. I'm going to, I'm in the power position and I'm going to save you. And it's, it becomes a very not good power dynamic, especially with masculine feminine dynamics as well for the woman to be supporting the person, helping them with their purpose or their career in a way that, you know, can just be too much. And so again, it's just not a balanced relationship. Absolutely. And I think I would say even women like in their 20s and 30s, I mean, women yes. do this at all ages, but particularly I see this, I'm starting to see it pop up in like my daughter's mm. friends, they're, you mm -hmm. know, in college now and they're looking to help the boyfriend instead of really looking, does the boyfriend yeah. have ambition or the girlfriend, you know, she has yeah. all along the yeah. spectrum. Or, friends, and does this but, person have enough bandwidth? to yeah be available to you know support me and my goals because the thing is when someone hasn't done you know hasn't found their purpose or hasn't created what they need to create then they don't have a lot of bandwidth to really put in the energy into creating you know new goals in the relationships mm -hmm. absolutely it's one of the biggest kind of things that I work with which is helping women feel met by their partner, right? So what I'm saying in that last mm -hmm. example is yeah. like, yeah, if you have a career and then you're with someone who doesn't, you're not going to feel met, right? Whereas if you have a career and your partner has a career, it's like you feel met. So it's like really being able right. to attract your match in a real way instead of someone, yeah, that, that has a lot of work to do and that isn't like a real match. What I see is sometimes the person will hang on saying, well, yes. they're just trying to figure it out. You know, yes. and this can go yeah. on for years, yeah. five years, you know, like yeah. Yeah. seven years, years, 10. Yes. Like they're just trying to figure it out. If they could just figure it out, I know yeah. their career would take off. And meanwhile, the partner's jumping from yeah. like job to job yeah. to job, you know, like there's nothing right. they're really exactly. focusing on. Exactly. So in your program, are you working on the, not just spotting, but also like techniques mm -hmm. to. Yeah, I wanted to address that when you said the hypnosis piece, because one of the biggest um, modalities that I use in terms of doing the deep inner healing trauma work, the core wounding, healing the core wound work is one of the modalities is EFT tapping. So the emotional freedom technique. Oh, I yeah. love so EFT. wonderful. And I actually feel yeah. like there is a hypnotic element to it because of the tapping. You get into this Absolutely. kind of state, this transcendent state in a way, and that helps open up the file folders of the brain and, you know, un and really open up that unconscious material, which then we rewire it with the tapping. Yes. Often when I use tapping in my practice, it brings out. I, I yeah. call it the truth, yeah. like totally. bring out the truth. Like if you try yeah. to tap a phrase that doesn't yeah. resonate with you, 
you will yeah, immediately so know it. It's so true. It's yeah, it's like a truth serum and it's yeah. like and it's also you unravel the truth. It's like different layers of the onion. It's like one layer, one layer, one layer. So it it's this amazing way to exactly really go deep into the heart of what's going on as well as in deep into the psyche. Yes, I know a lot of hypnotherapists who use it. That's so Actually, awesome. It's, yeah, it's pretty big in the That's world. So in the cool. hypnosis world. Yeah. And you studied originally somatic psychology, correct? So my master's is in somatic psychology. I have my back. I have my master's in psychology. I'm a licensed psychotherapist. That's my background. And then mm-hmm. I've that informs all of my work. And so somatic means first person experience of the body. Mm-hmm. So in the work that I do, in the coaching work that I do, I'm always checking in with the body. You know, what are you feeling in your body? What are the sensations in your body? Mm. When you think about that memory, how do you feel in your body? All of that. And so, you know, what I learned through that training of masters in somatic psychology is that every single experience we have is in our body. (laughs) And so therefore, it all is there. It's, it's all alive in the body. And so when we can tap into that, the healing work goes a lot deeper. And that's why many times talk therapy doesn't actually do the work that it's meant to do because there's not a somatic element. And so I really believe in somatic work, bring, incorporating the body into healing. Well, what do you mean by... There's not a somatic element. Do you mean like, um, let me see if I can create mm-hmm. a contrast here for yeah. us and for the listeners. <laughs> okay. So yeah. there is like, so let's say just traditional cognitive behavior therapy and you're just talking about thoughts, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then there's a therapy where it's like, okay, you're talking about thoughts, feelings, and not that CBT doesn't talk about feelings too. It does, but you know, it, focuses more on um, the thoughts, I would say. Yeah. But then there's, let's say the therapist who brings into the room, like, where are you feeling that in your body? What shape is it? You know, what color is it? Where is it coming from? What do you transform it to? So you would say like that is more somatic work versus um, cognitive work. Is that exactly okay. exactly and that yes and that's the thing so many healers and therapists and coaches are able to bring the somatic into the work and i believe that is the most powerful type of work is when we have that somatic element mm-hmm. the old model says that insights is where we have change mm-hmm. and what i've found is that you can have an insight but not change and you can completely understand why you have the pattern and you still have the pattern yes and so it's not about your mind your insight it's about having the full emotional somatic and mental experience of transformation which is why i love eft because it incorporates the mind body and spirit yeah absolutely and and that is generally the goal of hypnosis too it's like we are literally yeah. changing the inside yeah here yeah yeah we're not yeah. just focusing on on insight and the knowing exactly we're focusing exactly. on healing that so is part of your program retraining women to listen to their body too because i found yes our bodies communicate with us all the time and yeah. definitely yeah. myself, but also clients I've worked with over the years. I have a specialty area in adult children of narcissistic parents. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, often adult children, narcissistic, narcissistic parents will end up searching out a narcissistic partner, right? Definitely. Or a yeah. sociopath partner or a borderline yeah. partner, <laughs> like you know, stick yeah. in the personality disorders because that's what they grew up with. That's what yeah. they're comfortable it's familiar. with. It's familiar. It's familiar. Yes. So, yeah. but most of the time it's like their body will give them signals, but they'll then not know how to listen to that or they'll ignore the signals or, you know, again. Exactly. Yeah. And that's one of, that's one of the biggest things I teach a hundred percent is how to listen to your body and how to, to pay attention. Cause exactly. A lot of times we get those signals. Mm-hmm. And then we don't, we override them. Our mind overrides. Oh, it's no big deal. You know? Yes. And it's like, no, no, no. (laughs) Pay attention. Those signals are giving you really important information about this person and about the future of that relationship if you chose to go down that road. Yes. And so, yeah, that I love how intelligent our body is. It's so intelligent. And so I think with women culturally we've literally been um you know conditioned to not listen to our bodies we've been conditioned to listen to culture to listen to the advertisements to listen to media that says all these things about who we are and who we should be and what we should look like yes and so when we come back into the innate intelligence of our bodies and we f- listen to that expression we have this, you know, incredibly potent information that is right at our fingertips. And so, yeah, that's so, so important. Yes, it is. And I find that if you are learning that in terms of romantic relationships, it'll also start applying to friendships, co-workers, jobs, you know, money, totally finances. Yeah. Everything. Do you find that in your work? Like once a woman has gone through the program? Yeah. She's just like, Oh my God. Like, first of all, I'm the prize. It's not the relationship. So that's huge. Right. Yes. Instead of like the focus on, Oh, if I get this relationship, then I'll be happy. It's wow. I'm so amazing. I love myself so much. I'm so happy. And the relationship is the icing on the cake. And so to really be in that Space is so powerful and so magnetic mm-hmm. that yeah, all the relationships in her life improve with her children at work. You know, yeah, maybe getting more work at the same job or a raise, or you know, moving into something that fulfills her more. So yeah, there's a lot of changes in other areas that occurs. A lot of times, yeah, women find the amazing relationship and then it inspires them to change their career because they weren't actually that happy. Things like that happen. Cool. That's very cool, huh? Yeah. How long have you been running this program? So the program, um, this online coaching program that I created, it's been around for around three years, but I've been doing this type of coaching with women Mm -hmm. one-on-one for 12 years. Okay, fantastic. So I spent 12 years of my life, yeah, in this. Well, even three years for an online program is quite a track record. Right. right? Totally. <laughs> they right. come it's and they go. You know? yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a good point. Absolutely. But yeah, this, 
this work has been, yeah, my baby for a very long time. And I'm, I'm working on a book currently about all these things that we're talking about. So I'm super. Wonderful. Wonderful. I want to go back to something you said in the very beginning, actually, and ask you a little bit more about it. You said that it becomes like an addiction. Yeah. Could you elaborate on that? Yes. So the highs and the lows of dating someone who is emotionally unavailable or doesn't want to commit um, creates, if you think about it, similar to sugar, when you eat sugar, you get high. And then when you come down from sugar, you usually feel really bad. Mm -hmm. And so when you're dating someone who is unavailable or maybe like when you're with him, he's super loving, but then when you're not with him, he doesn't call or text for a week or two weeks. It's like you don't exist. Right. Right. And so it's kind of like you get that high when you see them and you're like, Oh my God, this person does love me. And then when, you know, then they treat you badly or they, then they disappear and, you know, and then they come back. And so when they disappear, then you, you go into that very low state, which anyone, I don't care who you are. I don't care how securely attached you are. And we can talk about attachment styles because that's also my specialty, mm-hmm. but no matter what, just so everyone knows who's listening, that will literally be very difficult on your nervous system. Yeah, And so it creates a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, And at the same time, it creates that attachment because you are getting something from, you know, you are getting some connection. And so you're attached, but then you're also, you know, in a lot of pain and heartbreak and sadness and frustration. And so it's this combination of the highs and the lows that can be addicting. Yeah. Okay. The mouse that presses the lever that when sometimes the lever, you know, gives you the the sugar water and sometimes it doesn't. And so it just creates that pattern in the brain. And so you're always going back for more and hoping that it's going to change or it's going to be different, but then it doesn't. Okay. So that's what you mean by addiction is it begins to reinforce that cycle. Yeah. And there's usually a carrot involved like, oh, if you know, like maybe he'll change exactly. Maybe it'll be different. Maybe, you know, and, and so it, it becomes like this, um, this, you know, love then equals hope instead of love. Mm. Like it's not, it's not consistent, secure love. Instead, it's like, I'm hoping and longing for something that actually isn't totally here in a consistent and reliable way. Yes. And so you get attached to that that feeling of the hoping and the longing and that actually can become addictive that that feeling of longing because it's so familiar. Yes. And that's the thing about feelings is I think any feeling can can become an addiction and it's like it's a familiar feeling and so you keep going back to that feeling over and over again. And that's what you know love to be. And I think that's the biggest thing is when we have these patterns, it's what is familiar. And so that's why having an intensive program is so powerful for healing it because we have to get into a different type of energy. And so when we get into that new energy of, wow, like, no, that isn't even in my radar. Like I don't even... I'm, I'm a queen and that kind of energy doesn't even exist in my queendom, Mm -hmm. then it becomes much easier to say no to that energy. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So you're, you're really shifting and healing deeper patterns because that, yeah. you know, that hope pattern when you were saying comes from attachment. Um, yes. Or you said we could talk yeah. about attachment styles. It's like, oh yeah, that like hope yeah. that is definitely related to attachment yeah. styles. Yeah. Right. And that does it, it forms our brains so early. It forms our bodies. So yeah, in our lives, do you see like majority of the people going through your program with insecure type of attachment styles? Exactly. So the majority of the people I work with are either a, they're a combination of anxious mm-hmm. slash secure or anxious slash avoidant or avoidant slash anxious or avoidant slash secure. And so there's, there's a big part inside that is insecure. And so through the program, what I help them do is that insecure part, because I believe we're all, none of us are 100% secure or 100% avoidant or 100% anxious. We're all a combination. Yes. Yeah. And you can see that when you take the attachment tests as well. Mm-hmm. Those parts that are anxious or avoidant or, you know, disorganized, which is the traumatized style when you experience your primary caregiver as a source of love and a source of panic and fear, which is when we've had an abusive childhood. Yes. We have this disorganized pattern in our system. And so or an abusive ins- adult relationship as well. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. And so when we heal these insecure parts inside, we become much more self-loving and self-caring and self-trusting and self-respecting. Mm-hmm. It actually increases our capacity to both be a secure partner in a relationship, which is half the battle. Again, half of the relationship is us. So we want to be secure mm-hmm. and to attract and choose a secure partner. And so the deep, deep healing work is really about rewiring the attachment system and helping the women, the clients I work with become more internally secure. Wonderful. And I think to speak some to... Um, you know, not looking for healing in your relationship. I think that that does happen. Like I think about the brain research around a secure partner. Being with a secure partner can actually help someone who's, let's say, a little bit lower on that scale heal and feel more secure themselves. Yeah. And it's like reflecting and the the mirroring of the neurons, like all kinds of stuff that's happening. But it's like, all right, you've got to get to a level where you can feel some security yourself and be able to spot and attract a secure partner. Exactly. That's not going to happen if, if you're the mess, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just well, not, like you're going to repel. Wanna, exactly. And one of the major pieces of this pattern and why I'd say it's com- so complex is because there's so many pieces is one of the major pieces is you are literally and you're in this addiction, in this cycle, in this pattern, you are literally not attracted to the available men, to the secure available men. And so how can you choose to be with that person? How can you say yes to that relationship if you are not physically and emotionally attracted? Yeah. It's impossible. It's true. It's true. And so that's the biggest piece that has to shift. And that's the work that we do is it allows the person to be attracted to these healthy available partners. Yeah. Because otherwise you're never going to be able to receive that love. And again, for me as well, I can look back and see those people that I was with 
who were available, who were secure, who were loving. And when I was in this pattern, you know, I was the one who broke their hearts. I was the one who was unavailable because I, it was too overwhelming to, mm -hmm. to be able to receive that love and, you know, that, that affection. It, it literally can be repulsive when you have this pattern. It repulses you. Absolutely. To, Yes. To, to receive that kind of love because it's so incongruent in your system. You don't feel like you deserve it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I see that pattern as well and experience that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how yeah. long is this program? Is it like a... It's a four month. Oh, four It's a four months. month program. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they yeah. work, is yeah. it? It's an intensive. All yeah. online or they work one-on-one -on -one with you as well? Like um, It's group coaching. And okay. so there's, um, it's modules, mm -hmm. all the modules, um, which is kind of like the best of the best of my material based on all my years of research and doing this work. Mm -hmm. And then um, group coaching calls. Okay. So they're getting live coaching every single week of the program. Wow. Which is actually instrumental for this work that we're doing. There, I'm sure there's exercises in the modules too, but that live yeah. work creates a lot of healing. Mm -hmm. The groups I've been in online, it's incredible. The group dynamic. When yeah. You always learn from what someone else is going through. Yeah. And the coaching they're getting as well as someone's learning from the coaching you're getting whenever that happens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I find with this pattern, there's so much shame deep, deep in the psyche. And so when we're there's shame, but also because it is addictive, there's a way that we want to hide mm -hmm. the pattern. And so by being in the group setting, we, it lifts the shame because shame wants to shame is like a, um, a hood. It wants to hide us. Mm -hmm. And so it lifts the shame, but then it also, it allows the pattern to be seen, not just from yourself and your coach, but also from the other women who you're going through the program with. And so you have that extra level of accountability that is so important for this pattern. Mm -hmm. So, so important. Fantastic. Yeah. Where do they find your program? The best way is to go to empowerlove.us forward slash love. You can find out more about the program there, empowerlove.us forward slash love. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for You're being welcome. on the podcast. If you could give our listeners that are out there dating any one tip, what would it be? Oh, fantastic question. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'd love to say notice how you feel when you're on the date with the person. How do you feel in your body? And notice how you feel after the date when you're not with the person. Yeah, just really listen to both of those things, both on the date and off the date. Great advice. Yeah. I'd say write it down. So that yes. You totally. can look back track on it. it right? track, track it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm someone who loves data though. You know, like, oh my God, yeah. I said it right here in my journal. Why totally. Happen? Yeah. Totally. Yes. <laughs> okay, so wonderful. Good. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. It's such an honor. And yeah, and I just wanted to let everyone know that my podcast will be launching very soon, which is called um, Rewire Your Attachment Style with Maya Diamond. So we can hopefully put a link in the show notes as well. Around oh, that. Awesome. Yay. Do you have yeah. a launch date? 
yeah, I'm pretty sure it's February 24th. So I'm not sure Ooh. when this will be. All right. The coming month out. of love is coming, launching in the yes. month of love, right? Yes. Wonderful. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. this will probably air after that. So absolutely. Okay. We'll put the link in. Wonderful. Awesome. Beautiful. Okay. Have a really nice evening. Thank you so much. truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way, more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace.